Welcome in, everybody, to episode 10, season 2 finale of Two Guys Watching Wrestling, ECW 2006. Rich, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, and uh, I have a little uh, little poem to mm. uh, c- c- commemorate the uh, season finale. Roses uh, are red, violets <laughs> are blue. Oh, look at that goo, 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 goo. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to <laughs> annoy every one of my co- podcasting audiences with my dice impression. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have many podcasts. This is now the second that is going to really hate my dice impression. <laughs> it's the only fucking iTunes review on that movie show is making fun of my dice impression. <laughs> And that's Little been gone boy for three blue. years. <laughs> Little boy blue. He needed the money. Little boy blue. Roses are red, violets are blue. I was in born to be a star. Was it uh, stars born? Star star is born, and I watched Lady Gaga go goo. Ah! Oh shit! I spilled my booze. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fucking Taz Dice Clay right there. All right, go ahead. Do your poem. So while, it's from the I um, my fucking keyboard. <laughs> so this is from the uh, the great lyrical smith, uh, Vitamin C. Um, as we go on, more like Vitamin <laughs> D. Oh, as we go on, we remember all the times we had together, and as our lives change, come whatever, we will still be come. What do you say, come? <laughs> oh, because it's like uh, dicks. Uh, all right, good. No, that's it. So uh, it's from the great. I, I missed song. the ending there. C- come what? Um, you know, uh, come whatever. Read it. Read it. I did. I, 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 I read it. Read it. it again. Read it again. Go ahead. I'll shut. I'll shut the fuck up. Okay, God. I, I I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> Still wiping up the whole fuck. I spilled all over my <laughs> keyboard. Buddy, <laughs> are you using a sham? I'm watching you on video. Are you using a sham? Wow. I should I should not uh, do air quotes while I drink. <laughs> you, you are using a sham while we are looking for sponsors since Blue Chew is uh, not doing anything for us. Because uh, we need the dick money, okay? <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's vitamin C. Go ahead. Um, I, I, I missed yeah. it. I missed it. I, I already I already closed it. No, 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 Look, no. Open, open it back up. Okay, all right, I'll open it back you up. You actually please. did something. I want to hear it, and I was not paying attention. Well, I didn't I, do anything. I, I, I'm stealing You wrote a now. poem. I just you wrote, wrote a, a poem. poem. and didn't know it. Good. All right. Uh, I can actually read you the whole song. It's the graduation song. From? Vitamin C. All right. Is, is that a person or a thing? Or it's a, a person. It's, a, it's an actual song. So you didn't write this? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, I'm using it as sake. inspiration. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, it's, not, it's her words. I, I mean, it's a woman? I think. Okay. Now I'm, I check I'm not hip C to out. the new music. <laughs> vitamin C is a woman. All right. Uh, was a was a girl at this time. Uh, right. She was talking about her graduation and what it's like to graduate. And we are graduating from ECW 2006. Yeah. Um, thank Jesus Christ uh, that this fucking thing's over. So... Um, yeah, as we go on, we remember all the times we had together, and as our lives change, come whatever, we will still be friends forever. And I want to be friends forever with ECW, I just don't want to see you ever again. Like high school. 
and we'll take with us the memories. That's boys to men. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, all right, good. So that's just uh, that's starting to show off on the right foot there. Uh, we got yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> we got poetry and we got drunken boys to men singing. <laughs> the so, right foot. We're no, we're not even, in we have for the no next feet. four fucking hours. <laughs> so so I said this to you while we were uh, pre prep prepping and and the year in review. Yeah, is forty seven minutes on the network. Mm-hmm. We've spent a cumulative amount of time of. 32 hours talking about this and they did it in 47 minutes yeah yeah they, they did a year in review in six months not even not even a full six months <laughs> so much stuff didn't exist when i watched that we gotta get to it but so much stuff didn't happen oh my god oh here's a year in review joey we, we've only been around since june ish Actually, July. RVD got arrested on July first. That was our first fucking episode. <laughs> it, it's it, it's funny. I sent you the GIF of uh, Sandman's GIF. Your GIF, 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 GIF. You don't send what? GIFs, do you? To on Christmas, you know how Christmas GIFs. GIF. GIFs. No, it's a soft G. No. 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 It's Why? Not. I no, said the thing. We're gonna fight about this. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to a duel about the soft G. Yes. So, so Sandman's getting his cane jerked off by the, yes. the fat stripper. I feel yeah. like literally that was a lifetime ago. Oh my god! And it was really maybe what was that week three, two? Yeah, that this was like October, end of October. We we did that episode. It literally feels like I've gone oh, through. God, I feel like, and, and those were the good old days. Those were the, like, like I look back on, on, I'm actually looking at the, the gif right now. Uh, and that was like, Jeff, I remember Jeff. watching that being like, oh, this is the good times. This is the fun portion of ECW. It's only going to go downhill here when all we're focusing on is Kelly Kelly and Mike Knox. Cause that's the best we have. That, that whole thing. That whole thing turned into a lifetime movie. No, it didn't. And that's a sad thing. Lifetime movies are better. You ever seen the lifetime movie of uh, it was Ben one of Ben Affleck's first uh, acting roles where he was like uh, abusive boyfriend. He was like on steroids in high school and just smacking around his girlfriend. That was better. Than was this. it called? Was that called the Jennifer Garner story? No, no, no. It was called Goodwill Hunting Two Hunting Season. <clears throat> Electric Boogaloo. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's start this shit. ECW on TNN. Is that what we're doing? No, we're not on TNN. We're on sci fi. Why, why are my notes say TNN? Because I wish we were. I wish we were back in year 2000, uh, but we'll soon be there next year. Uh, we're looking at ECW on sci-fi December 5th, 2006 from the North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Kakalaki as Taz likes, ah, it's, ah, he says North Kakalaki. I don't know who told me that one, but I like, I like the Kakalaki, Kakalaki. He spent 45 minutes talking about South Carolina being called South Kakalaki. It was 
ridiculous. T- Taz was off the fucking chain in three and a half episodes of this fucking show. Um, and the other half, he just wasn't on. <laughs> he was getting bitch slapped by Brad Armstrong. <laughs> um, the good no, old candy man. Yeah, South Carolina. And uh, yes, we start with um, the final appearance of the late, great Paul Heyman in ECW. Doing exactly what Paul Heyman does, stealing the motherfucking show and proving why he is the best at what he does. The son of a bitch has tears in his eyes, literally sobbing. He's got the big show's blood stained onto his shirt collar and tie, and he cuts an epic Paul Heyman promo telling us how the greatest ECW champion, ECW original, big sleazy Paul White, lost the ECW title, was robbed, dare I say, of the ECW title at December to dismember in the extreme weapons-filled elimination chamber. It took five men wielding hatchets, for fuck's sake, to kill the greatest giant in professional wrestling history. Paul Heyman, ladies and gentlemen, I think we, I think I owed it to Paul Heyman and his legacy to give him that type of a send off. Cause that like what he did was amazing from bingo halls to Madison square fucking garden. He took ECW. And the level of believability that he gives that was just, it encompassed the Beyond the Mat uh, movie, you know, the the prep talk before Barely Legal. Like, it's that kind of intensity that you see behind the scenes. It's it's why people took bounce checks and killed themselves for it. Yeah. It, I mean, you you see it in him every single week. I mean, still, he's still on TV to this day because of that, because he's one of the best performers in professional wrestling. I mean, people can say what they will about all the managers that have come and gone in professional wrestling. And, you know, you look at the people, let's just go with the people that are still alive. And it's like Paul Heyman is still keeping himself not only employed, but on national, international television to this day, Jim Cornette cannot say the same thing. Nope. And Jim Cornette is looked upon as one of the best talkers in the business, and he is one of the best talkers in the business, but there's a next level that you have to reach, and Paul Heyman has reached it many, many times, and this promo... As goofy as it is, it's it's you know, it's the the post December to dismember pay per view promo on a fucking third brand that was dying two weeks into its fucking inception, and he kills it. He fucking kills it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, yep. uh, you know, I I got nothing bad to say about the opening promo to this show, which is why they. Despite the fact he walked out on the company a week, literally, what, uh, not a week, but like a few nights earlier, because December to December was technically like yep. two, ni- two nights earlier. So they, they taped the show 
the direct night after the pay per view, the next night. So so he walked, was let so, go. So what? Okay, so so was he walking fired? out and letting go are two different things. He walked out at the end of the pay per view. Right. But he was officially relieved of the shit two nights later. It, it wasn't like he showed up Monday night to, to work. No, this was direct. This promo was directly after. Obviously, because of the blood. And, and, yeah. and that's. But it was his literal last thing. Like, he did this and he's like, fuck you, I'm out. That, that's, that's what the who blah blah is. And it's Louis' last line. The last thing he says in the promo is, I'm done. And he just pieces the fuck out. Uh, exit, stage left, even. And uh, and he he's out, and it was it was fucking amazing. Like it's Paul Heyman, man. It's you know the best yeah. the best best of the best. And uh, that's the last good thing I think we're going to talk about. That's why I wanted to really. Um, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we got the, we got a couple of good things. Um, you know, um, no, we don't. No, no. Uh, uh, no. This was uh... all right. Opening match. Rob Van Dam speaking for CM Punk, giving it up to Sabu. CM Punk doesn't know how to point to the sky. He gets better, folks. <laughs> and they're facing <laughs> uh, Test and Hardcore Holly. All right. I wonder how they thought of the pairings in this match. <laughs> I, I, I just, I wonder, I mean, you know, it's not like we had the other four guys in the fucking chamber match in this match. It was, I mean, again, it's one of those things. It was like the in-ring work wasn't terrible, but it's like, all right. I just watched RVD's promo and CM Punk sitting there like a young kid, which he was at the time. Uh, it's weird to look back at CM Punk now, uh, as we all know CM Punk. Uh, but but yeah, he was uh, he was a young kid back then. So see, so Rob Van Dam be like, I'm just gonna speak for CM Punk and actually like referring to him as CM as opposed to referring to him as Punk, which became his his moniker. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk for CM here, and we're gonna give it up to Sabu and CM Punk like points. I don't know West. <laughs> and and yeah, throughout, I, I, throughout the match, just... Taz continued to talk about Kakalaki over and over and over again. So, if you didn't know, North so, Carolina. Is so my, my, my real, real quick, yeah. What, what's wrong with Sabu? Ah, uh, the quadrant parsubial muscle which uh, is affectionately referred to as the arm dog <laughs> because they made they made it sound like he was getting some sort of like kidney transplant or something like they this was borderline making I wish. thought Sabu I was waiting died. for John Cena I, I was waiting for John Cena to show up in his room they they also made it seem like test was the one that did it but we all know it was hardcore holly it was it was again very 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 weird storytelling. Um, however, never fail, never fret. Sabu shows up, chair in hand, one hand, because he's got the other one all slinged up, and just starts walloping everyone in sight 
with one armchair shots that still look more vicious than most fucking people's. <laughs> I I feel like they missed the boat. They should have had him. They should have had him hooked up to an IV coming to the ring. I'm sure he would have done it. Fucking. He did the Hannibal Lecter gimmick in the original ACW. That was like his first thing. He just came out in the fucking the big chair with the mask and stuff. But yeah, he came out uh, all slinged and bandaged up with a steel chair in his one hand and just started slapping people with chairs. Um, and uh, it was good to it was good to hear from Taz. He had some nice insight in this match. Also, go ahead. Uh, did Did you know? Yeah. That RVD chance help RVD. I assumed so. Confirmed. Taz mm. confirmed. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> what else? <laughs> I, I, we said what? this. Be- we said this before the show. I, we have to watch just on our own to cleanse our mind of Taz in 06. We have to watch him from like 01, 02, 03. Doing. I need to go back to 97, 98 and watch some fucking Taz and remember who he was. Like fucking holy shit, Brad Armstrong destroys Taz. Even and calls him like I I mean, is that that's next episode, right? Yeah. Let's let's, a, let's get a, through this. Let's get through let's this. Get through this one. Cause holy shit, he eviscerates him while throwing out like his old shit. Like you're the human sucox machine and you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh who, who won the Sam? Who made the save? Oh, the Riot shit Squad. Won. <laughs> the Riot Squad came in. If you don't know by now, it's the same fucking shit, different toilet. Liv Morgan showed up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> helmet. No, <laughs> oh, what, what is Joey calling? The Goon Squad. Yeah, I call it the Riot Squad because <laughs> the they got the Riot squad. gear. Yeah, I call it because it's, it's the Riot Squad with two T's um, <laughs> now. So the second T is for Titties. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> so I don't do good impressions. I don't, not, were, I don't know who you were trying to impersonate. <laughs> the, the fucking was it Chappelle? The Titties. No. This this has to be this has to be part of our bookmark to describe the episode. Rich tries to do a Dave Chappelle. Rich, Rich works it out live. <laughs> All the tatties. Oh, Christ. No, that's terrible. Uh-uh. Um, let's see. Who the fuck wins? Uh, We've won. We are the winners. Uh... Oh, it's a DQ finish. Okay, so so. Oh yeah, the ECW DQ finish. The 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 OG ECW DQ finish where there are rules. Uh, yeah, Heyman's goon squad comes out and uh, fucks everybody up, obviously, because you know the Bashams are badass, and uh, yeah, that happens, and that's when Sabu comes out and starts just smacking them in their fucking stormtrooper helmets. Uh, Davari issues a challenge to Tommy Dreamer, and uh, then we throw to a video of Kali destroying Tommy Dreamer at the pay per view. This happens for like three weeks in a fucking row, by the way. Yeah. Also, fuck Tommy Dreamer's back. Like, I know I've mentioned this many times on the fucking show. Like, I was all in. Like, Tommy Dreamer had me convinced he was a goddamn cripple back in 1999 and 2000. And 
the fact that he's wrestling nearly 10 years later and still doing the back injury shit. Nope. 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 And and that and that, that's watching it in 2006. Tommy Dreamer's still fucking wrestling in 2020. <laughs> How's his back though? Oh, I'm sure it's fucking awful. <laughs> sure it's, oh man, I'm sure it's awful. Quick but, quick poll. Who's got a better back? Dreamer or Test? Well, one of them's alive. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Tommy's got the the upper hand on that one. Um, oh, this, they let us they let us know that next week, um, ECW is on Saturday. Yeah, if you um, didn't know that. Uh, and Elton like John forty seven uh, fucking times. Taz Taz Elton John singing fucking Saturday night. Holy shit! Taz tries to sing so many times in this fucking four week week excursion that we had to take. Ah, oh, yeah, Saturday's okay for fighting, right, Joey? You don't know that song. And Joey's just like, God damn it. Why am I accepting these paychecks? I, I have a fucking MBA. <laughs> but Saturday's okay. It's it's all right, okay, for fighting. You know, we we, we fight on ECW, you know. And it's, a, it's a song. Are you threatening me? Oh my god! The, you swear, like the two every week is like the first time they meet each other. Oh, we'll get there, cause it <laughs> is, cause it is. These two lifelong friends of fucking over thirty years act like they've never seen each other's faces before. Um, who gives a shit who wins this match? Moving on. What, what match we talking is it a about? match even i don't i don't know tommy Dreamer hits a know. ddt gets a pin kali comes out and 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 i don't know slams dreamer again and oh my back my back my my ass tommy fuck you i was in with you on 2099 when your fucking back was actually hurt now it's like don't fucking don't 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 pull at my emotions, you motherfucker, because you're really good at it, and I don't want to get sucked back into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, what Limp Biscuit song should they have used for the video package for the Davari Dreamer number three? I feel like you know the finish to this joke, so I'm just gonna let you go. No, no, no. There's not really a joke. It's more of a question because you had. My way for WrestleMania 17 for Austin and The Rock. Sure. And then you had uh, Break Stuff for uh, WrestleMania 19, Austin Rock. The only other trilogy that matters since has been Devarian Dreamer. So I just don't know what the appropriate song would be for Dreamer and Devari number three. Like First Blood, Final Three, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know like, enough Limp Biscuit songs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Limp Biscuit knows enough Limp Biscuit songs. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I go with know. Nookie. I'm gonna go with. I mean, Nookie. I mean, that's that's what I was gonna go with, only because it's the only other Limp Biscuit song I know. I don't know. Yeah, that might has, be. A, has that, has that, Uncle Cracker done anything? We can we can <laughs> tap him for this one. 
the fucking Xbox song. So I think that this is a good question for our listeners. Yeah, you know, um, you're dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I ever wanted, and I'm going to give it back. Bad entrance. Fucking horrible. <laughs> so, so guys, on Facebook, on Twitter, shoot me and Mike a message. Mm-hmm. The finish, the trilogy, the last match, Devouring Dreamer. What should have been the Limp Bizkit song for it? Too sweet. <clears throat> At two guys, Russell pod on Twitter, two guys watching wrestling on Facebook. Let us know. We need to know. We're dying to know. Big show does a big sweaty promo, uh, where he, he explains that Lashley is all alone tonight and he's going to get the beating of his life at the hands of big shoe. And that is the promo. Uh, next match. What what does he really talk about? By the way, um, he, he you you won, ton. but you didn't beat me. You won, but you didn't beat me. He said that you won, but you didn't beat me. He sweats a ton, a lot. Like like this was possibly the worst shape that uh, Big Show has ever been in. Maybe. Like I, I would, yeah, I would, maybe, I would point, I would point yeah. to this period in in his career as the worst shape he's ever been in. Like he's just like he thinks about dieting and just shoots about two gallons of water out of his face. Like it's gross and sweaty. Anywho, <laughs> Kelly Kelly is gonna wrestle Ariel because uh, we didn't get enough of that on Sunday. Uh, no, we need to see more of her uterus. So let's have a Well, we're on T rematch. we're on TV, not pay-per-view, so they they tightened up the camera angles on on good old Shelly Martinez there. Holy shit, was that aggressive on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> pay-per-view, pal, let's show the cunt. <laughs> Is this the one where Mike Knox does like the pre-taped uh, promo about like being the the good no. boyfriend? No, that's later. No, All right. no, that's but, that's the last. Then one. let's this just one get is... into this match. <laughs> let's just do the match. <laughs> this is awful. Send in the cunts. <laughs> you see dub. You see dub. So uh, Kelly Kelly wins. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the most important thing, Mike Knox. Oh, this is the one where he does the post-match beatdown, where we, yeah. we used to be able to yes. hit women. That was great. Yes. Um, <laughs> does and, bullshit. He, he I did not hit her. He straight up does a sister Abigail. He does. After he smashes roses I, in her face. I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious because, like, the, the the promo I was referring to, he's like, it hurt me more than it hurt you. I'm like, eh. You threw roses in her, uh, and I forgot. I'm like, oh yeah, he like slammed her to the ground. <laughs> okay, he, he fucking drove her in there like fucking big. T- so straight up, sister Abigail, there. Yeah, the whole fucking deal. So when was this? This was Tuesday. We said no, no, no. I know that, but Tuesday we were starting the the prep for the, this week's show. Oh. And I told you, I told you, I had. Three moments where I was genuinely, genuinely belly laughing. Yeah, this was one of them. When he, 
he threw the roses in her face <laughs> and I fucking could not stop laughing. Like I thought I was having an asthma attack. I couldn't get, I had to fucking rewatch it. It was this is the equivalent. Oh of, my God. Of so high great. fidelity with John Cusack outside fucking, uh, what's her name's window. <laughs> Fucking in the rain, he was like, I loved you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> so, this Charlie, is one of those. I loved you, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that, didn't Adam Sandler do that in Wedding Singer, too? I am I thinking so? Awful. Right. <laughs> I mean, for his money, I probably would. Um, yeah, he's yeah. he's worth a he's worth a nickel, sir. And then here's the thing: this is this is a theme that starts on this episode and continues. And I again, I'm not exploring whether or not it continues past December 26, 2006, because I am not watching any more of WWE's ECW. God damn it! You're gonna have to pay me to do that at this point. This was awful. But Taz jumping in the ring. Like a lot, <laughs> yep. and his music playing. <laughs> it's like it, okay, so, so what it reminded me of was a worse version of a of like the last season of Eastbound and Down when when Kenny Powers was on the fucking the sports talk show and he would do Kenny's cutting in, and it was like that was this. It's like all of a sudden it's like in the at like the end of a match, Taz's music hits and Taz just. Gets his fucking ass up in the ring and he's like, What's going on, brother? You're gonna fucking be a piece of shit like that. I'm gonna fuck like, what are you gonna do, man? What are you what is going on here? Are we doing a thing? Like, seriously, if someone watched 2007 ECW, tell me if this became a thing or if Mike Adamley took over. <laughs> <laughs> so I want so I'll, I'll talk about it when we do the, the do the end. But the the fucking thumbnails of two thousand seven and two thousand eight, like I, I felt like I needed a fucking tetanus shot. Um, but Taz is very large right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, well, Taz was always a, a fucking fire hydrant when he was in uh, the original. He's, he's the full fucking firehouse, and, and, and he <laughs> just he's. He sat on his ass next to Michael Cole for years and years and years. And you know, look, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna sit here and and talk shit about someone who got fat because they did nothing but sit down and talk for a living. That's kind of my whole gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> You've become Taz. Like I really have become Taz. It's like I, I looked at a picture of myself from like before I did the fucking food show, and I'm like, holy shit, I could tuck in a fucking shirt back then. That just doesn't exist in my life anymore. I go to weddings <laughs> you, you and I'm the guy with the fucking untucked shirt. Or <laughs> <laughs> are you taking your shirt off to play musical chairs? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, you've gone from tucking shirts to yeah. tucking chins. All right. Are you going to continue with that one? <laughs> no. Or with that, no. Oh, that was it. <laughs> people uh, all right back from break uh, love, love you mean it <laughs> love you mean it yeah uh, oh oh by the way before we get to the main event yeah uh mike knox in his promo before he uh 
through the roses in her face, which is still tremendous. Uh, he goes, last night I made a mistake. But it was supposed to be two nights he made a mistake there. Yeah, there was a lot of that happening. I, I, yeah. I, caught, I caught quite a bit of that. Bobby Lashley um, did, did one. I don't know what, which episode it was. It was when they were promoting the Tribute to the Troops. So I'm guessing it's the third episode in. Um, but Bobby Lashley was doing his promo. And he was like, oh, the big show was the toughest opponent I've ever had in WWE. As if he was literally asking if that was where he worked. And Bobby, I'm Ron Burgundy. Bobby, it's not. You work in ECW right now, brother. You're on the ECW show with the ECW title. Take a look on your shoulder, man. That's that's ECW. You so you paused, got weird, asked if the company you were fucking fighting with is the company you work for, and you were still wrong. So no, we'll get there. Speaking of which, oh, this is the match he was referring had- to. I just had an epiphany. Mm. Bobby Lashley is the ECW champion. Yeah. ECW for him stands for eyebrows can't work. Ah. You should have marinated on that a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Next time. That's one. We'll get there. I bet I bet you'll come up with something better in the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the match we'll he was talking through. about is the main event that we have right here on December fifth on ECW, not on TNN. Uh, ECW title, Big Show, Bobby Lashley. <sighs> no, it's it's a match. It's a match. It's a it's a I lot of lot of it's a lot of slamming and slapping around and big slams and big slaps and Bobby Lashley wins because Paul Heyman left last night and we don't know what the fuck to do at this point. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer's writing the show kind of and Vince is telling him he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> How's your back? How's your back, Tommy? You goddamn son of a bitch. Give Bobby the fucking belt. I don't know. Bob Holly, what do you think? I'll kick everybody's ass. All right. There we go. We're we're on the fucking roll. So since this is the last, this is the last appearance of the big show, I believe. um, Oh, yeah. He fucking straight up quits. (laughs) So so to recap. Uh, this series. They're like, he's taking time off the road. He's yeah. on Raw next week, motherfuckers. <laughs> Losing to Billy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> so his hands have been referred to as frying pans, safes, anvils, and catcher's mitts. <laughs> All kind of different textures, consistencies, and sizes. According to my notes, Big Show actually takes a year off. So, and then loses him. to Billy Gunn. <laughs> and, then, and then he loses to Billy Gunn. Uh, you know what? He needed to, to be quite honest. Uh, again, like, like I said, 
looking at him, he, this was the worst he's ever looked. Uh, so yeah, he needed to get his shit together. Was uh, the main was the Mayweather shit right after this? Like no he takes idea. the year off and he comes back no, for the maybe. Mayweather shit. Maybe, probably, could be. No Timeline kind of works, I think. No fucking idea. I'm not gonna look it up. Do not care. Because the next show I was definitely at and don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So you had a December you couldn't remember. It was December 16th, 2006. uh, Live from TD Bank North Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, All right. So here's the thing. The recorded attendance of this show was 5,500. You can fit 15,000 into a hockey game, and a hockey rink is a hell of a lot bigger than a wrestling ring. They didn't even put a single soul in the balcony of this fucking arena. Period. ECW, dead on arrival from Boston. And uh, God, do they love talking about Boston, though. Oh, we are we're in Beantown. Here, stop saying that. What, 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 you know, pilgrims or beans or what are they doing over here, Joey? Fucking, they got the, the, the fucking boats and the, the chowder. Fucking, <laughs> fucking chowder. <laughs> like that fucking, fucking Taz. I love this guy. <laughs> fucking Taz. Fucking Taz. Uh, it's a special Saturday night show because Saturday night's all right for fucking fighting, Joey. Joe. Joe, is this the one where he, he spends 20 minutes asking Joey Styles, who he's known for 30 fucking years, what his name is? <laughs> he does it twice. He does it on the Christmas show. It's Holy so- shit. <laughs> what do you want me to call you, Joe? Joey, these are not questions you have live on. You can hear Vince McMahon ripping his fingernails out as Taz talks. Who the fuck hired this God damn moron. <laughs> He's asking his color, his, his co-host, his co-host commentator, how to talk to him. What do you call him? Joe, Joey, Joseph, Jeremiah. No, just call me. What the fuck you've called me for the last 30 years? Joey Styles. It's all my fucking name. <laughs> Joey, Joe, Joseph, Joey, Joe. Fine. 30 minutes in. We're already done with the show. Taz is still asking what your fucking name is. Great. Six months of this. Oh. So we, uh, did we did we talk about this before we started taping? But I, I don't remember. But I'll bring it up again. Yeah. These two act like they've never worked together. And every time is the first time they see each other. No, um, we, we brought that up in the last uh, half hour of the show. Yeah. Of this show or last show? Of, of this show, yeah. Because oh. because it seems to be a repetitive theme where Taz doesn't realize that the people he's worked with for the last 30 fucking years are standing next to him. Who are you? Uh, I'm Joey Styles. I've called literally every single one of your matches in ECW. Joe? <laughs> no! Joe Styles? No, it's Joey Styles. Joe! Joe. Uh, I've missed 
half the show. Uh, anyway, I wish I had missed half the show because uh, let's just run right through this fucking shit. Uh, the big show quit. Paula Heyman quit. Uh, Bobby Lashley is fighting two unnamed security guards in the main event. And we're starting off with Rob Van Dam versus Test. And yeah, I feel like these. I feel like these two fought in a match last week. I I feel like a lot of this is repetitive. Guess mm-hmm. what? It doesn't get any better because let's just speed through round speed round this shit. Um, yeah, Test wins. Test wins. Fine. Cool. Great. Don't give a shit. Matt Stryker really does the heel shit, but he tries to, but not really, uh, because none of the stuff he talks about really pisses off Boston people. Like, oh, no, is Ted Kennedy a drunk? Yes, of course he is. Oh, no, is Red Auerbeck dead? Yeah, for, like, a lot of years, man. It's not new. It's not like he died yesterday and you're really shitting on it. Oh, and and, but all he wants to do is talk about, you know, Boston and their balls, because guess what? Balls Mahoney is who he's fighting. Great, cool. Makes a blue balls joke, uh, makes a fat joke, and Balls Mahoney clotheslines him. And then, all right, Sylvester Chakai, Man Bear Pig, and uh, Elijah Burke do a promo. Nobody really gives a rat's ass about these two right now. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of speaking of what we did last week, CM Punk and Hardcore Holly are here. Don't give a shit. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm speeding through this whole fucking show because I don't really fucking care. Uh, because last week Tommy Dreamer versus Davari. This week Tommy Dreamer versus Davari. Um, behind match, blue eyes. Post, look, look, guess what happened post match? Yes. Behind fucking blue eyes. That's great. Kali comes out and slams Tommy Dreamer on his back. Oh my back, my back. Uh, we get it, Tommy. You hurt your back. Yeah, you hurt your back. Oh, you sound like a fucking asshole over here. Uh, and then uh, we recap Michael Knox fucking Kelly Kelly dumping bullshit. And then we get to our, our main event. The main event on fucking national TV here, fellas. Bobby Lashley versus the security guards. I don't put butts in seats. Fuck me running. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley beats up the security guards and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm moving that's on. it. That's I, the I, show. I, I do not give that, a shit. That's it. That, that was it. That That's your show. Literally. like <laughs> That is your show. <laughs> that was your show. That was it. Your fucking this, main event was two guys in helmets getting their ass kicked for eight minutes. Six months of this fucking programming. It is spiraling down the toilet. Uh, December 19th, 2006, episode three of the month. We are coming from the Hampton Coliseum in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, how, how do you think they named the arena, Mike? How do you think they named it? I'm going with the town they put it in? No, I, I think it has to do with um, Hampton Inns. <laughs> Did they buy it? Uh, maybe. For $20 a night, you too can own a wrestling arena. <laughs> <laughs> Taz, Taz making the making the breakfast buffet. I kid. It's a Hampton Inn, Joey. It's fucking great. 
used to stay here when I used to fight Sabu. Did you ever hear about that? I called every match. Who are you? Hey, who's this new guy? Who's this new guy, Joey? This guy, guess- Joe. Joe Styles. Fucking nice name, asshole. <laughs> you look like the kind of guy that sells coins on infomercials. No, that's Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> he sells gold. Did you ever see those? Jeff Jarrett. Uh, sold, no. When, when he when he had uh what was it? Uh uh Grand Force Championship Wrestling or Global was it Global Force? Global or Grand Force or Yeah. Well, the the green company he had when T, <laughs> when TNA fired him because Kurt Angle took his fucking wife or vice versa. I don't know which one happened. He took Kurt Angle's wife. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really remember the whole. He took his job. He took his job and fucked his wife. <laughs> and then he it was hawking gold on fucking infomercials on with the fucking championship belt. Like uh, you can, you can, you can be a champion too. It's really fucking two cents of gold. Fuck, man, how. How bad are you in trouble, but join the Hall of Fame. Vince will give you a paycheck. And then he did. <laughs> yep. And, and, and God bless. God bless. G double O double N Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> never say never, man. Never say never. Uh no, so, no. Right. According to Taz, according to Taz. Oh, I know, yeah. I know, I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. He's, 20 minutes. Why can't you say never? I just fucking said it. What the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it, man. What are you... Re- Alright, we, we, let's it. get... Let's Don't get, let's say go. it. <laughs> let's, I, I saved myself on that one. Guy. I saved myself on that one. Fucking Taz. He is, though. <laughs> He's Ralph Wiggum. He is Ralph Wiggum. He's Ralph Wiggum. Are you Ralph Wiggum? <laughs> I choo choo choose you to be my cohort. To be my cunt. They already take yeah. um, the tribute to the troops and they show a promo for it. And, and it's all, you know, it's a tribute to the troops. It's awesome. It's great. And ECW was involved in it. Bobby Lashley, who I keep forgetting until WWE reminds me that he was like a Marine and like a fucking legit guy. Uh, no, and, John, John, John Cena was the Marine. He was the Marine, but Bobby Lashley was a Marine. <laughs> you know, like the ones yeah. that defended our country, not the ones that, I don't know, gave their job to the Miz for nine movies. <laughs> How many people do you think decommitted to the Marines after they saw that fucking frost-tipped fucking cunt? I mean, I, I mean, I know I gave up on my dreams of being a Marine. I was like, yeah, oh, uh, fuck it. Uh, fucking hoorah. Hoorah. Uh, we talked about that. That was the first episode of this. We're going down memory lane here. That's I, I was saying hoorah a lot because of that fucking dweeb fuck. He wasn't saying it because of the movie. He was saying it because he just thought it was cool. Yeah, because he thought it was cool. He was wearing the fucking Fedora the Explorer bullshit and doing and, the, and, and the had his enough. had the bullshit written on his name on his hand. He had his cheat sheet. Yeah. Anywho, anywho, 
uh, yeah, they did tribute to the troops. Uh, and, and Bobby Lashley is cutting a promo. They're showing a video package. And this is a classic case. And I know I sent it to you on text of it was a different time. Rene Dupree comes out and straight up starts shitting on the U.S. fucking troops. Like, you wouldn't be caught dead hearing this shit on WWE TV now. No, no, for sure. And it, he goes full. full oh my God. Like I was sitting there jaw agape. I'm like, he's really going hard on. They don't belong there. They're a bunch of pussies and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, he's really going hard on the fucking troops. Like they're really <laughs> yep. like letting him heal up this fight. Like this is like 80s heel shit. You know, this is like Iron Sheik fuck America heel shit. Like you don't. Like coming right, com, coming right off of tribute to the troops, that you know it's like holy shit, man. He's really like he's going hard on them, uh, and then you know Bobby Lashley destroys him. So all's well in the world, I well, guess. I I think this is a character change for Rene Dupree because he was not oiled when he came to the ring. He came out dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. It's very dry. Very uh, dry. Like like friction like friction like like worried me for like rug burn kind of friction. Uh, we'll get the test later because test was not dry. Uh, but we'll get there. <laughs> no. Holy shit! <laughs> Fucking lathered up that fan. Though. Okay, this is another thing. I don't know if this is a new thing or I just haven't noticed it, but the fans aren't blocked off in the entrance ramp. No, it's been like that for a while. Uh, have they, have they, they like the kind of gone entrance. back and forth on it? Because I feel for a while they were coming down a normal entrance ramp, and then these last two episodes in December, or last you know, whatever, whatever the fuck, yeah, last two episodes in December, uh, they're coming down, and there's no like there was kids. I don't know what fucking it, it must have been. It must have been this episode here that we're on. There yeah. were kids literally like standing next to great Kali, like children standing there at the entrance of the fucking thing. And I'm just like, why, are, why is there no guard guardrails? Like, this is weird as shit. And he, and it, yeah. it gave, you know, well, again, we'll get to it at, at the end, but when Tess comes out, like shit goes down. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it for the next, you know, five minutes. Uh, Matt Stryker fought balls Mahoney. I missed it. I I don't know. I must have like blinked or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stryker wins again. I mean, he won for the yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah. sure. He he, he yeah. won. Right, sure. Okay. Oh, he won. Yeah, he won. He did. He's a he's a winner. I'll tell you who else is a winner. Uh, mm. Our boy was doing commentary. Uh, your boy Brad Armstrong. Was that the match that he showed up yes. on? Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, because. Maybe that's why I didn't realize what was happening in the ring because all I could focus on was the announce table on the other side of the ring because the way ECW is filmed, the announce table is on the hard camera side, whereas normally it's either up on a ramp or on the, the right side of the ring. But on ECW back in 2006, they were on the back of the ring on the hard camera side. So... Brad Armstrong shows up 
And Joey Styles gives him the big intro, like, oh, we got our, our friend, our wrestling family, the Armstrong wrestling family, Brad Armstrong, joining us for commentary. And immediately it was clear that Brad Armstrong was there to audition for Taz's job. And Taz was super threatened. Like, he immediately started in because we, you know, we've all heard the stories of how Vince McMahon hates the Southern accent. And immediately Taz started in with the, where are you from? You got that Southern twang to you. And he, he wouldn't stop with it. You got that Southern twang. Where are you from? Like, like Arkansas, Alabama. Uh, and he's like, I'm from Georgia. He's like, oh, where's, where, where the fuck is that? And, and, and Brad Armstrong literally on national television tells Taz, dude, what are you doing? You're butchering the English language. And he and his response was, Duh! <laughs> ah! Ah! I'm quoting here. Like that yes. was that was his response. Like it like Taz had nothing. And he was so threatened and so nervous. And you can like that was I, that's obviously why I don't remember the Matt Stryker balls Mahoney match, because I was just watching Taz freak out and have all these like internal struggles because the guy sitting next to him who's clearly talking better than him. And not only that, but talking down to him is going to take his fucking job. And he's like, oh my god, what the fuck am I gonna do? Oh my god, this fucking guy, this fucking uh, 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 where are you from? It's literally Art Donovan from that old King of the Ring. How much does this guy weigh? Yep. <laughs> where you from? Where are you from? From Georgia. What the fuck is that? Fucking South? What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you gonna do? If I can, uh, uh, you got that twang to you. Dude, you are butchering the english language butcher this i'll fucking get I'll, I'll cut some meat for you is that what you wanted me to do i'll fucking cut meat i i, I can i can butcher a fucking oh oh oh, oh. taz calm down you're going to have a fucking stroke bro you're going to die like we don't want that here you're gonna tap out you and and that was oh that was another thing bro like Taz goes, you don't even know who I am. And Brad Armstrong goes, dude, I know exactly who you are, the human suplex machine, but you're butchering the English language right now. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was one of those like stand up from your chair, dance around going, holy shit. He just killed him. He fucking killed him. Dude, you are the human suplex machine. I respect everything you did back in 1997, but you are terrible at this job. It's like, God damn. And this is the brother of the road dog. Like the, the Armstrongs can talk yep. if you didn't know. Like these dudes, like we covered. Uh, is, is this is this the Candyman, by the way, from, from our previous yeah. series? Okay, because yeah. I knew one of the Armstrongs was the Candyman. This is him. Candyman, yeah, we've got, we've got full circle. Candyman Brad Armstrong is devouring Taz on commentary for one match. Wonderful. Fucking wonderful. Uh, It definitely made my Christmas. Anyway. Now, uh, okay, so that's two things. Two good things to come out of this show. We're an hour in. Yeah. 
So, uh, so, so let me let me ask you this: We have a lot of uh, kind of in memoriam review, whatever. What's your we? favorite? Well, I mean, this is, we're kind of talking about our favorite things. I don't think anyone died during this, whatever. But Not what's yet. your favorite? What was your favorite quote someone gave during the six month stretch? Is uh, it deal, Sabu? I mean. Them not capitalizing on deal is one of the biggest sins in professional wrestling history. Travesty. Plain and simple. Yep. Plain Travesty. and simple. S- Sabu was a blank slate. Sabu was, was a character who had never spoke. His first words on pro wrestling television were deal. And you and he like really emphatically went in on it. And it was to John Cena. Deal. And you didn't fucking make that a thing. Boo on you. Boo on you. Like that, 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 that's a, that's a sin. It's not my favorite quote, but that's definitely a sin. Um, what's my favorite quote? Fuck it. It, it, I, I think it has to be, uh, Crystal Marshall. Um, I got diamonds on my boobies, diamonds on my boobies from the fucking poker game. (laughs) Like, (laughs) That's something I never thought I would hear on a, on a pro wrestling show. And I'm just like, God damn it. She's not wrong. And whopper ass. Wow. <laughs> oh, that, that again, that's one of the, God's, I'm glad it God's made God's the gifts. Christmas year in review. <laughs> yes, it did. Like, it's so like, uh, I'm watching a wrestling show and here's crystal Marshall talking about having diamonds on her boobies. Like, Okay. I'm a child at heart, so let's let's go with that. Um, yeah. All right. Well, mine it kind of segues segues a little uh, little perfectly. Uh, oh, you don't, no, into... no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you know what it is. Uh, 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 I just I just remembered what my my actual favorite quote is. Uh, All right. This, this run is uh, nobody gets higher than Rob Van Dam. All right. It was All right. The first That's a first fucking episode. And because he got arrested, that catchphrase had to go away. And it was a catchphrase that Joey never used in the original ECW. And it was fucking perfect. And he did it on his first match in ECW on this 2006 run when he did a five-star frog splash. Nobody gets higher than Rob Van Dam. I'm like, God damn it. There is just, that's the perfect, perfect uh play by play commentary line for a finisher and and we can't use it because he fucking got arrested for weed. So so I gotta I gotta tie. Obviously deal is my is my favorite quotable thing. <laughs> but CM Punk and his explanation of his karate disciplines <laughs> it is probably the most memorable quote or quotable thing from this run. I forget what episode it was. I think it was episode maybe four. It was the June episode. Uh, I'm sorry. No, the July episode. So episode five, probably where he talks about his uh, Muay Thai disciplines. And it, it, was the, it was the promo that he proved wrong when he entered the octagon at UFC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's hashtag don't age well. I I have a, a a significant amount of discipline in Muay Thai. Bullshit. 
jujitsu. No. Was kickboxing. No. Fucking blood sport. No. Under siege. No, maybe you'll get a role on Cobra Kai next year. I don't know. <laughs> you you got dick in the octagon though. <laughs> and CM Punk's never gonna be in the show, so I don't give a fuck if he hears it. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. He's tur- he's turned into he's turned into such a little bitch, huh? I mean, go on. Oh I'll, my god. I'll let no, you explain. It's <laughs> So like they had so, let me just let me just we're gonna make this part of it the CM Punk hardcore Holly match that ended in no contest. Go ahead, Rich. Okay. So when he returned from his thing and they had the big reveal and they had to put him under, you know, the Scooby Doo sheet that you know, the sheet the villain would wear to pretend to be a ghost. They threw that on him, put him in a golf cart, no one knew who it was, ba ba ba. And just the I'm better than you bullshit. Like it's really aggravating me now. And him on Twitter being a little, little, just, I, I can't describe it other than bitch. And it's just really infuriating me because he was my favorite in like 10, 11, 12. And he's just, I, I don't know what it is. I can't put a like finger on the pulse on it, but he's just like the podcast he did with, with uh, Cole Cabana. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he was just, whining and bitching about all that oh, shit. I, I didn't mind that. Huh? I'll oh, see I I did and and I, I'm sure we'll have a CM Punk series at some point when we do this. At some we case. almost had one this time around. We probably we would almost have been better did. off. Probably well, you know, we we could put it on the uh the Ouija board there. Uh but I just I don't know. Just for someone who loved the business so much and was a pivotal part of it, like really had Every opportunity, he made it seem like he was given no shots at all. Oh well, that part of it, yeah, yeah. There was, there was, and and a, I think a lot of that happened when I was doing the Mike and Billy show, and I think I I kind of had the same feeling, where that part of it I I 100% agree with with the I never got a shot bullshit, and it's like, dude, you carried a title longer than almost anybody in the fucking business, and you know, okay, so. You weren't in the last match of WrestleMania, but you fought the fucking Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like, let's not. Like, uh, that part of it, I completely agree with. Like, him saying, like, because I remember it was still, because Opie and Anthony were still a thing, and he was on their show. And it was actually, like, right before they, they stopped being a thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, because they asked him, like, what was it like to fight the rest of the Undertaker at WrestleMania? He's like, I really didn't give a fuck. I'm like, okay. All right, I understand a lot of your yeah. gripes. I get a lot of your gripes, but also, especially now, having having done this this series of ECW, you and I saw his face when he entered Madison Square Garden when yep. ECW was at Madison. It was like episode two, I think, that we did of this series, and ECW was at Madison Square Garden. I saw that guy's face. That was a guy that would like wrestling the undertaker at wrestlemania was such a fucking pipe dream for the guy who was giddy to be at wrestle at at madison square garden with ecw you know what i mean so him being like it didn't even fucking matter that part of it's like dude mm, i get it you can be sour with the business and the company and all this shit but 
I saw your fucking face. I saw your fucking eyes and you couldn't hide your smile just walking into Madison Square Garden for ECW in 2006. Okay. Going into WrestleMania against The Undertaker. You don't give me that I didn't give a shit attitude. Like, fuck you with that. Speaking of fuck and you, I the great always, the great Kali defeated and, and Shannon just Moore to, in 49 just seconds. Up, just, I'm just trying to power just, through, just, man. <laughs> hold on, let me. I, I I just got one 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 point yeah, yeah. with all that too. So, you know, what they talked about, he always said you're know, not the opportunity, all that stuff. You were in one of the biggest storylines of the year with that whole Money in the Bank. You won the title in your home, your your home city, and you're involved with Vince. McMahon in a storyline like it doesn't get Austin did that Helmsley did that you know these are guys that are obviously your he didn't have his face on a cup at 7-Eleven man oh that's right yeah he didn't uh he didn't have the ice cream bars which by the way have you had the new ice cream bars no no oh my god they're really good I mean, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. are. Are they any different from the ones I had when I was six years old? They don't have the gimmick popsicle stick or the chocolate backing, but well, then fuck the, them. <laughs> no, but uh, Mike, I'm telling you, the outer crust, that that cookie crust, yeah. better, better than the original. Okay. I recommend it. All right. I'm not gonna have them, but okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, a nice deal of approval. Deal. All right. Looking for those sponsorship dollars, by the way. Blue Chew. Hit us up. Yeah, come on, baby. <laughs> we we need that big dick money. Um, yeah, like I was trying to power through. Great Kali fought Shannon Moore. Was this the one where Shannon Moore was on the cell phone beforehand? Yeah, was talking that? to his mom, trying to get a ride in the minivan to go to Hot Topic. Dude, forty nine second match. Give Divas yep. a chance, okay? Give fucking Divas a chance. <laughs> Or you could have given the other 49 seconds to Taz's fucking rambling <laughs> incoherently for no fucking reason. <laughs> Taz didn't know that match happened. He was still trying to figure out who, who, the, who the guy Joe sitting next to him was. <laughs> and who just verbally fucking raped him. Who the fuck was that asshole? <laughs> Joey, who's that guy? That's Joe. Joe, let me ask you something, Joe. Who was that guy that was sitting here like like yesterday? It has, it was 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that's what I mean, like yesterday. And he was like, he was like, you can't talk well a good whichever one it is, you know, you know, the 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 Englishness of, of it all. I don't I don't I don't do that that type of thing too too well. And, uh, and, and, you know, he's, he's like, he's like, so, he's like, so me, I butchered. I don't butcher. Like, like I, I sit here with my leather and my, my glasses. Oh, I don't cut meat. I buy meat. I go to the butcher's shop and they butcher it for me. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> talking about meats and steaks and then on. Oh, oh, Joey, Joey, we're getting up around Christmas. My wife's going to have some gabagool over the house. I don't know. I don't know. I know we just met like yesterday and stuff, but you gotta come over. We'll have some gabagool over here. It's gonna be good. Uh, at some point, Taz talked about drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. Was that this one or the Christmas? Special? I don't want to. I don't want to jump ahead. 
I thought it was this one, but he does. He, 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 no, he probably did Christmas, it again. It, was, it had to be a Christmas episode because I remember him being on camera doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was when they were reviewing the poker game and Joey said that Balls Pony was a dealer and he goes, oh, I don't know, dealers from my hood, man, they deal in blow or something like that. Like, is Taz just doing drug talk on TV? Oh my god. What is wrong with you? So, so. Can we get to that shit? So it's a yeah. triple threat match. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Paul Heyman and the Big Show quit the company. They don't give a fuck anymore. Why should we? So the, the so we're the gonna triple... air a Christmas episode on December twenty sixth. You fucking morons. <laughs> so the, the the fucking kicker on this triple threat match is it means nothing because the oh voting they had a vote. It's online. a mess. This is another one of those Taz cutting in moments at the end. But but the but the worst part is this is the episode this is where, horrible. Where, where where Tess looks like his he was stung in the face by a bee. Like his whole face is scrunched up and fucking puffed out. It's a mess. And he comes out, and this was where I really noticed that he didn't have barricades with the fans because some dude in a fucking sweatshirt who's about five foot six is standing there, eyeballs to chest, with Test's greased up body, and he's just bowing up on him, and he's talking massive shit, and Tess can't hit him in the face. It's one of those moments like when Batista fought the big show earlier in our series, and the fucking fans were eviscerating him on the way to the ring, and Batista was like, I can't do anything. I want to choke everybody, but I can't hurt these people because you know lawyers and all i'm thinking is oh my god look at how much fucking oil is rubbing on that guy's face as he's buried in chest in test tits (laughs) (laughs) test tits He's just they're just talking shit and te- and he stood there forever. Like I'm it's an awkward amount of time that Test is really just jaw jacking with this fucking dude until he's like, Yeah, I guess I'm can't hit him. So get in the fucking ring because th- he's not gonna stop. I'm losing all my oil. My head looks a mess. I I definitely have a large reaction to a beasting I got before I entered the ring. He looks awful. No wonder he fucking died. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You think he died from the bee sting like in My Girl? Holy yes, shit. definitely. It couldn't have been the steroids. So, so his... <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, no, no. Test, no, no. no. Yeah, so so there's a triple threat. His, yeah, triple threat so, so so his face now that I'm looking at it looks like Eric Schultz from fucking Mask. Mask? Rocky yeah. Dennis. Yes. Rocky yeah. Rocky Test Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh lighten up there, Rocky Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a kneecap on your forehead? 
going to have so many people listen. Don't cancel me, bitch. Uh, cancel Family Guy. These are all their jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. All right. So, yeah. So, Test, yeah. So Test wins the match. And then Taz cuts in and his music starts playing again. It's very weird and very out of left field. He, it's like Test music is playing. And then all of a sudden, like Taz's music slams in. And I'm like, why is Taz's music playing? And they cut down to the ringside and Taz is marching his fucking ass into the ring. And I'm just like, all right, so what's happening here? Because I completely forgot there was a vote that was happening. And yeah, 47% voted for Rob Van Dam before the match started. <laughs> it was the same yep. results that they showed in the pre-match vote. It's like, why did we have a match? Oh, because we had four extra minutes we need to fucking kill. We got nothing, man. <laughs> Tess wins the match and finishes last in the voting. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking unbelievable. All right, I won. I'm bloody as shit. You lose, pal. Really lose. <laughs> Some would say you failed the test. Sabu's face is all fucked up. He's, his lip is on his ear. His blood everywhere. These guys wrestled really fucking hard and kicked out their fucking kicked the shit out of their bodies, and it was decided. On a vote, an online yep. vote that Taz was very excited about the whole show. Oh, yeah, this is very fucking cool. You know, you can go on www.ecw.com, ecw.org, vagina balls. It's like, what is he talking about? <laughs> As does it no <laughs> I bet you I bet you Taz is one of the first people that went to whitehouse.com <laughs> the bitch of it is he thought he was ordering the waffle house menu <laughs> the fuck of the hash browns <laughs> Fucking wretched. Did he, he couldn't fucking plug the website to save his life. <laughs> he put letters that weren't even in it. Gun to the head and say the website. Oh <laughs> fuck it, man. Just shoot me. Call <laughs> <laughs> my wife, I'm not coming home. I can't get this one. Hey, it's tell my kid I love her. Fucking letters WWEC. <laughs> Throw an F and W X's fucking What do you call it? Joe, uh, Joseph, uh, whatever your name is. Uh, just met you two days ago. I don't know. Uh, ECW. I used to work for that company. What are they still doing in business? 
Michael Cole. It's like when fucking Christina Applegate took over for Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and Brick's sitting there like, you're not Ron. <laughs> you're not Cole. You're not Michael Cole. <laughs> you kind of look like him a little bit, but all right, we'll go with that one. Anyway, Michael, oh my, are you what's crying? Triple H up to are this you, week? Are you, are the you right crying? Yeah, you're very crying. <laughs> I'm trying to power through it. Oh my god. <laughs> Are we on to the Christmas oh. episode yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're here. Multiple times. <laughs> There's so many suicide jokes in this Christmas episode. <laughs> and we're not the ones making them. <laughs> oh my god. It's... This is not suicide prevention. Oh my god, don't be a star on ECW. Oh god damn it, no. Oh fuck. He spends five minutes talking about spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) That's some good uh, tortellini with the raviolis and the, the, you know, the... The, the the noodles they got wrapped around this here uh, this tree, uh, Michael Cole. Uh, I'm Joey Styles, first of all, Taz, and that's rope. Oh yeah, maybe you ought to hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. WWE. <laughs> and, and Taz, and later on in the show, let's. I'm just gonna go all over the place with yeah. this. But he pulls Christmas like a barbed wire. He pulls a barbed wire bat out of his ass. That's, that's how we close the show. <laughs> Joey Styles quits and Taz <laughs> is sitting there fucking himself with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> he smuggled in his ass. Here you, here you go. Here you go. Uh, it's a present for you. It says, my, like, he literally pays off our joke. Joey Styles goes, It says Michael Cole. He goes, Yeah. And. <laughs> Meaning, Taz thinks he's been talking to Michael Cole for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you want me to call you Joey all for the last six months? It's weird, Michael. You know what's Triple H up to? <laughs> so, so we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. Oh. They were able, they were able to review the six months oh. and pay per views yeah. in forty-seven minutes. Yeah. And it's taken us a manslaughter sentence. <laughs> yes. Yes, it has. Oh, my God. Uh, this, this is the... just every, every fucking where. So it starts with, with the first This was like three quarters the... of the best episode ever. <laughs> yeah. So 
they they reviewed One Night Stand, Lawler and Taz, and and RVD and and Cena, and then Taz you know they even oh. letting just go, even that go. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like you Billy had Gilbert Taz Monkey. on One Night Stand. Well, I wouldn't really call it a match, Joey. Oh, it wasn't really a match. I kind of went out there and then he slapped you around. That was fucking hilarious when he slapped you in the face and and then then remember when he came down the ring and it was like I was like oh look at you you're here and I'm here while well, we do this little thing in the ring where I'm gonna. I'm going to stand here and pretend to be a wrestler, and you're going to stand there and pretend to be a wrestler. And Joey Styles came in, and he, like, jumped on his back, and he, like, he, like, it was like a big, like, uh, like uh, I don't know, like, uh, like a, like a child, you know? He's like, oh, we'll go to a piggyback ride. It's like, oh, let me go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, thank you for saving me, you know, from that thing, because, you know, I used to be the human suplex machine, the most dangerous wrestler in the fucking world, but I needed, like, Joey Styles to piggyback Jerry Lola just to get to a fucking match in 2006, you know, <laughs> fucking next up, bitch. You know what I mean? But you know, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Michael Cole. <laughs> that was literally his description of one night stand. <laughs> he calls Joey a monkey, just <sighs> out of nowhere. Fucking probably because he jumped on Lawler, but I, I, yeah, it was I, definitely was, the I, was, I was laughing my fucking my ass off. Um, so, so Harvey, so one thing I, I, I kind of missed, um, when we did the one and stand episode, maybe we talked about it. Maybe we did it. I don't know. Um, they announced when RVD wins, they announced him not as the WWE champion, but the ECW champion. And yeah. I thought that was a cool thing. I, maybe we talked about it. Maybe we did it. I don't know. I heard yeah. it this time. I liked it. So fuck off. Oh yeah. 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 It, it was definitely, um, the the whole um the whole bit about RVD winning and then um the new ECW champion was directly in reference to um to Shane Douglas uh originally winning the NWA championship and rechristening it the ECW title this was the rebirth of ECW so they did it with RVD it just worse yeah, yeah, not as good. I mean, it was still it was good for what it was, um, but Shane Douglas's win of the the NWA title, especially because of how much it pissed off Jim Cornette, was just wonderful. They fucked over Dennis Carluzzo. All right, calm the fuck down. This is wrestling, pal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I actually they didn't, they didn't tell him they were gonna do it and they told me and then they fucked me over and gave me twenty-five dollars and a goddamn limo ride. I went to fucking White Castle, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, Jim. This is wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you're goddamn right. I, mean, I, uh, I don't get me started. So I actually maybe three nights ago I fell into the uh, Facebook black hole of videos. Uh-huh. And for some reason, that episode of ECW came up as some like retro thing. The 48 minute episode that had the tournament matches and, and all that. So I watched it. it. It was pretty fucking cool for its time. Like Shane Douglas, he's in he's in my conversation for like top five favorite of all time. I, I, I fucking oh, I, love like him. Shane I Douglas was, was one of the reasons I got back into wrestling back in the, the mid late 90s. Um, uh, and I know we talked about this on our first episode of this series when we talked a lot about original ECW and how we got into it and what, what we were fans of. 
Um, but I remember, you know, flipping, th- just to recap, <clears throat> flipping through uh, my channels at three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And in here in, in here in Massachusetts, back in the day when you actually had to flip through channels, you couldn't just go to a guide and a menu and scroll down back actually when you had to flip through channels uh the like 12 through 17 here in massachusetts were public access and foreign language channels and around episode and around channel 15 or 16 was the spanish channel and one night i was flipping through and as i was speeding past these teen channels i see a you know a flash of wrestling and i flip back and it was ECW on the Spanish channel at three o'clock in the morning on a a Sunday. And it was a Shane Douglas promo and he was just doing his Shane Douglas thing and running him down. And I'm just like, Oh my God, is this fucking wrestling now? I'm back in like just watching his promo got me back in. And you know, I set my VCR Google it kids uh, for Sunday nights at three o'clock in the morning to watch whatever the hell this wrestling was. Cause I didn't even know at the time what ECW was, um, and, and absolutely. So, so Shane Douglas is is a major part of why I'm still a wrestling fan, or why I became more of a wrestling fan, and then dipped back into WWF and the Attitude Era took off, and and the rest is history. So, it just makes me wish there was some sort of. And I said it in the first episode, way to get him involved in this. I'm not saying he should. There is. He's got to get his shit over. He's got to go over his own shit. Uh, it Shane, just would have been great to have him as an appearance. At sure. One or just, it would have been just great to see well, him he, involved He, he in wouldn't this. do it. it, it no, it, like, he wouldn't. Like that one, like, I'm, I'm all for shitting on a big corporation. But, but WWE had nothing to do with Shane Douglas not being at any of this ECW stuff and I actually and again I know I talked about it on our first episode when uh, I was doing the Mike and Billy show we we had Mick Foley on the show and it was right after his uh, documentary came out and I remember being so shocked and one of the things I was so shocked about with his documentary was the fact that he had Shane Douglas on the fucking documentary and I'm like there's been a bunch of ECW shit they've done two pay-per-views and a revival of ECW and Shane Douglas has been nowhere. And all of a sudden he just randomly shows up on yours. And Mick was like, yeah, I sent him a text message. So it's like, there's, there's part of, part of it is, uh, time, obviously, you know, time heals all wounds type of thing. Uh, and, and a lot of it was back in those times, uh, Shane was still very bitter for lack of a better term about how WWE treated him. Um, and like so much so that when the first one night stand happened, uh, he was running, it was, what, what was it called? Hardcore homecoming. What well, was his show? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, which was the one Terry Funk did and then cried about later because he didn't take the payday. I should have took the check. Oh my God! I damn near lost my ranch. All right, Terry. My eye, my eye, my eye, Mick, my eye. Ice up those knees, baby man. <laughs> you, you ain't getting any younger. Um, but yeah. So, so 
it was it was very it was very weird uh you know that that Shane popped in on Mick Foley's thing and only Mick Foley's thing it wasn't even like like you see like a lot of these documentaries on 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 the network where it was clear that they they called this person in for like one thing and then asked them a bunch of fucking questions just to cover their bases type of thing like like Vince Russo is probably one one of the more more famous ones where he's obviously never come back for a new documentary but every time the attitude error is brought up there's a footage of vince russo talking about it because they sat him down for like one interview and had him sit there for six hours just telling his whole fucking story it's like cool we're covered for the next 10 years of documentaries with vince russo we don't ever need to see him again um you know you know it's funny you bring it's funny you bring up his name not to not to cut you off it just popped in my head now with all the shakeups going on, we talked about this pre pre taping. Yep. This speculation that USA Network is requesting that he be uh, brought in as a consultant. That's the uh, rumor from a very reliable source of mine. Not to name drop, but I, I got some reliable sources, and that's the uh, name drop uh, scenario. Yeah, I'm I'm requesting it. I'm I'm publicly requesting it. I'm a venture so guy. So, yeah, me too. Uh, and and good news for you guys in 2021. We're gonna dive into some Vince Russo. Oh God, almost a whole year. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Almost all of this show in 2021 is gonna be Russo based. So strap in; it's gonna be fun. Uh, oh, are we done with Christmas here? I mean, we're never done with Christmas, our, but our we're extreme we're, we're, Christmas. Um, we're fucking, We've yeah, kind of covered yeah, everything. Uh, t- you know the the rope yeah. around the tree. Taz made a drug dealer reference. They reshowed the poker. Yeah. He Talked gave, about blur, the gimmick blur. <laughs> he gave Joey Styles a gift from Michael Cole. Joey quit again live on TV. And then Taz baseball batted a Christmas tree because that's apparently how they take it down in his neighborhood, which I'm assuming is Brimfield, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> New York City. That was oh, that was another thing he did in the Brad Armstrong thing where 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 Brad uh Brad made some reference to like uh the country or something like that. And Taz goes, I'm not from the country. I'm I'm from the city with buildings and bricks. And it's like he was talking about United States of America. <laughs> yeah, I've been there once. I've been there. I don't know. I, I, I applied for a job to that place. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, they got the pancakes there, right? The uh, the IHOP, right? <laughs> the International House of, uh, of, of Pajama Pants. I like them. They're good. They're comfy. I wear them under my Christmas tree with the with the spaghetti hanging off of it because that's how Italians do Christmas. I don't know what Taz is trying to insinuate with the fucking. He was really excited that there was spaghetti hanging off a tree and it was clearly a very thick rope. It was an untaped ring rope, <laughs> and Joey Styles took it took everything in him to not call him a fucking idiot live on TV. He's like it's a fucking rope, man. And all he come up with, oh, yeah, he's made two of them. Okay, this is a Christmas episode, aired literally the day after Christmas, year in review, and Taz makes two 
count them two why don't you hang yourself references this is now the third time in six months that there's been a rope present on television and Taz has told Joey Styles to hang himself with it. What's happening there? And it, it explains a lot about why Joey Styles keeps quitting the company. <laughs> well, it just goes to show that Taz doesn't remember that he's been next to this guy for six months. For 30 years! <laughs> This guy called every one of your important matches. Every one of them. Oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't there for you debuting in WWE versus Kurt Angle, which was the last important thing you did in WWE. My bad. My bad, dude. But every one of them 20 years prior, he fucking called. Joe? Joseph? Joey? Why is this, an, why is this a conversation you're having on television? Why? <laughs> I don't Joey why don't you make like a tree and go fuck yourself <laughs> no why don't you make like that tree and go fucking hang yourself over there there's a beam I can strap <laughs> yeah. this rope up we'll string you up right now Joey he told him on television on national television twice on a Christmas episode to hang himself I don't understand the dynamic of this relationship, and I'm so happy we don't have to continue this any further. Hey, hey Joey, I know you got to clean after the holidays. Why don't you get yourself a bucket, right? Put some bleach in it and put some ammonia in there. And drink it. Yeah. And drink my grandma, it. My grandmother did it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, kill yourself. <laughs> Uh, hey, they, I did this thing one time. I was uh, making breakfast while showering, right? I had the toaster in my hand, standing in the tub with the water, and I went, oh, boy, oh, no. I, I don't understand it. I, th there's, a, there's too many suicide jokes for a Christmas episode. I do not understand it, but it was a different time. 2006 was a different fucking time, obviously. Um, you could make fun of the U.S. troops. You could tell your co-host, and your friend of 30 years to kill themselves multiple times <laughs> violently. Uh, you can then smash a Christmas tree with a barbed wire baseball bat and then say, that's how we do it in my hood. You can make drug dealer references. This is a Christmas episode. Like, that's how they build it. That's how they build it as this is our special Christmas episode. It's really not. This is about as Christmassy as It's a Wonderful Life, which is a fucking movie about a dude trying to kill himself for 90 minutes. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to hear your Die Hard's not a Christmas movie bullshit because that movie is not a Christmas movie. Christmas is five minutes of 90 minutes of this guy trying to kill himself. That's the truth about It's a Wonderful Life. I'm getting off track. Where should wrap up this show? <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's that's ECW in a nutshell. That is we try WWE's not to kill yourself. ECW, two thousand six, June to December of two thousand six. Whoo! Thank you for joining us on Two Guys Watching Wrestling uh, series number two in the books. Ten episodes down. Uh, we are going to take the holidays off and come back in the first week of January. 
with our next series, which I'm really excited about. Me I think too. Me I think too. you're really excited as well, Rich. Yeah. Uh, we I think we might have mentioned it at a certain point in this series as like a passing joke, and then was like, "Hey, should we do this off air?" <laughs> and it which was is like, the best ideas. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the most fun ever. So starting in January until it's over, we are going to be covering Boss Man Behaving Badly, actual title to be named later. But basically the 1999, is it, Rich? Yeah, so it's going to be July 99 to probably December of 99. Um, of Big Boss Man just being a complete piece of shit. So uh, six, six months of Attitude yeah. Era programming from yep. 1999 uh, with the Big Boss Man behaving badly, including stuff like feeding a dog to Al Snow, uh, dragging the Big Boss Man's dead father through a graveyard, and then having one of the best poems ever. No offense, David. Rich. I know you had a poem to start this episode, <laughs> but my daddy, my daddy is dead is, is one of the best fucking things ever. Like, it makes me giggle every time. Uh, yeah, the the kennel the, the, is a kennel from hell. Is that the name of it? Is that the match where yeah, the dogs the, just get, pissed and shit all over the place? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we get that. It's a cage inside a cage. My God, Inception. they got attack dogs and they're taking a piss all over the ring. What <laughs> the fuck is going up and, on here? They're helping each other. They're pissing and shit. These two dogs are fucking. Oh, look at them. Look, look. Looks like my prom date. What the fuck are you talking? Oh, we <laughs> got Attitude Era Jerry Lawler, baby. You thought Taz was bad? <laughs> we have Mickey Mouse on fucking commentary, baby. We are going to have a ball in 2000. And 21. Rich, do the social media plugs so we can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. We're at Twitter. We're at Two Guys Russell Pod. Number two guys Russell Pod. Uh, you can use the hashtag uh, 2GWW, uh, maybe uh, BBC for Boss Man Behaving Cruelly. Yeah, cruelly. Yeah, there's not a lot of BBCs it's on the internet. Definitely not anyway. Black Hawks. No, definitely <laughs> not. And on Facebook, you're gonna follow us at two guys. Well, at two guys uh, watching wrestling on Facebook. Yeah, two guys watching wrestling on Facebook. Yeah. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. And if you or your family owns stock in a erection forming pill company, <laughs> let them know where your favorite podcast. We want some. We want some eggplant in that stocking. Oh, I believe that's also known as hashtag Blue Chew Money. We want that big dick money, baby. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, for series two of Two Guys Watching Wrestling: WWE's Rebirth of ECW from 2006. For Rich, I am Mike Went. And we will see you back here in 2021 for Big Bosch Man Behaving Badly.